Bonjour à tous, welcome to French Away Podcast. It's Jessica, but I'm on maternity leave at the moment. And in the meantime, this is your opportunity to brush up with the most popular episodes of the podcast based on the questions that you ask me uh, most frequently. As for me, I'll be back uh, with new episodes in August. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and to my newsletter if you haven't done so already, frenchaway.com.au slash subscribe, so that you won't miss uh, the upcoming episodes and the resources that I create for you. Feel free to send your questions through as always, but be aware that I may not respond as quickly as I usually do. Um, happy listening and thank you for your support. Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour, bienvenue sur French Your Way podcast. This is episode 78. How do you say that in French? C'est l'épisode 78 de French Away Podcast. So in this um, episode, I'm going to adapt, uh, like this is the audio version of an article that I have published some time ago, but I think it's a really important um, concept to cover. It's how to use your dictionary efficiently. Um, I am a bookworm and uh, so I have tons and tons of books piling up on my uh, bedside uh, table and uh, among them sometimes what I like to read is uh, a dictionary so I don't read it like from cover to cover I, ju I just like opening a page at random or just flip through it try to find um a word that I don't know, a word that sounds uh, a bit uh, peculiar. Um, the dictionary that I used to love at my parents' place was a big Larousse dictionary. So that's the equivalent of the, you know, um, Collins or Harper and Collins dictionary, very famous um, dictionary over there. And it had some images in it. Um, I find that um, the dictionary or Harrap's or Collins that I have uh, here, they're a little bit sad. There's only text and no pictures. Um But I was part of the fun, even uh, when I was uh, a child. So I love discovering uh, compli complicated or, or funny words. Um, so that's a really good way to get to expand your vocabulary a bit and also to uh, stimulate your curiosity. Um, however, when we are uh, in a lesson, I tend to have um, um, a different approach. I always tell my students, pas de dictionnaire, when we're working together, to the point that they have um, nicknamed, nicknamed me uh, Madame Pas de Dictionnaire, so no dictionary, because I want to encourage um, interaction and also other skills that are um, how to like find a way to say some uh, something differently if you don't know a word. So I'll come um, over that uh, just a bit later again. But what I want to really focus on in the in the episode is also how to use it properly because sometimes the um, you are on the right page but you don't choose the word um, in an adequate manner and so it makes either misunderstandings or really creates embarrassing situations sometimes so the reason why i think it's not good to um so first why not to use the, your dictionary too much why not to rely on your dictionary too much is well 
if we are in a in an oral situation, so you're speaking, obviously in the middle of a conversation with a native, um, you can't just have your dictionary open um, all the time. That's just not polite, and you wouldn't, you just wouldn't do it. So what you um, what you do is. You're smart and uh, you find another way of wording what you want to say. And that's what I really, really encourage you to do at all times. Um, so, for example, if you don't know the word for frog, which is grenouille, by the way, you can give a definition like um, uh, the green animal that uh, jumps, that hops, and uh, some people eat uh, the legs, you know, as per the cliche. Um, when I was living in China, I had to do that a lot. Um, for example, I didn't know how to say ATM, which ended up being ATM, by the way. So uh, I was like uh, the machine that gives the money. I, I was just like really, really brainstorming very quickly. What words do I have that can help support um, my message? So um, that would be very important. Now, when you write, when you write an essay, uh, especially for school, if you are allowed to use it, that's when you are most uh, likely to be using your dictionary. And that's fine. Um, but sometimes I say, oh, okay, so um, students who would normally write a correct sentence because they just decide to look up almost every word in the dictionary. They end up with a sentence that doesn't mean anything. They just uh, lose all common sense um, because they've relied on the dictionary uh, too much and they've tried to translate um, directly, like literally from one language to the other. And that's not how I have like trained them to think. So don't, don't lose sight of um, communication. Try to do with what you know and only look up for words that you really, really needs to um, to look up. So my tip is to try to only use your dictionary to look up words so that you need for your piece of writing or to check the gender of a noun because that will have um, some uh, repercussions, some impact on the, the grammar and also to check the conjugation of irregular verbs. When you read, or when you read, it's a bit tricky because um, if you um, read uh, like just an article or if you try, and that's a very normal reaction to have, try to read your first book in French. You are like really, you, you start with the best intention in the world. You like, when I say you, is actually like I'm actually diving into my own memories and one of the first books uh, that I've been reading in English I had bought a little notepad or a little notebook um, with the intention of diligently looking up every word that I didn't know to write it down in my little notebook so I could learn more vocab but it was slowing me down a lot a lot and it was very frustrating and so I was losing the thread of the story all the time and uh, and I just stopped doing it after the first chapter probably um, so you don't want to be uh, distracted and then interrupted in your reading because that would um, and so another thing is that it would discourage you in your efforts because you would realize there are so many words that you don't know however if you just use the context of the story to guess the meaning you will find that you don't need to stop for words that you 
actually never met before because you just understand uh, the um, the message. So just move on with your reading. Not every word is important. Um, choose a book first according to your level in French. So I have published an article that's uh, reading French books, where to start, and I have a recommended reading list. It's all on my website, so go uh, uh, check it out. Um, so really look up a word when it really, really, really prevents you from understanding when you think when you feel that it's a key word um, that you're going to miss uh, a lot if you don't uh, look it up now how to use it so first when you um, look up a word you need to select the right type of word and the right context so dictionary is great but if you don't use it well it's going to do the exact opposite of of helping you, I'm going to illustrate with an example um, just in a minute. Because, um, like, you will notice that there's often more than one suggested translation for a word. And you're not supposed to just pick the first word and assume that uh, just the rest has been printed for uh, decoration, really. You need to know what type of are you after? Are you looking for a noun, a verb, a transitive or intransitive word? If you need um, to brush up on the grammar knowledge, the basic grammar knowledge that is essential to use your dictionary efficiently, I have written an article that's called um, Introduction to French Grammar. What type of word is this? Again, check the show notes for the link. Um, and this is why. So, I had a student once who had written Je voudrais devenir pilote pour la mouche autour du monde. So I would like to become a pilot for, and then I had the name of that insect around the world. And I was like, ah, huh? what, what does she mean? And uh, she meant to say, I would like to become a pilot to fly around the world. And because she didn't know how to say to fly, she had looked up in the dictionary. And the thing is, the word fly can either be a noun, so the fly, the house fly, bzzz, like the very annoying insect um, that if you live in Australia, particularly like they go all over your face if you are in the, in the center of Australia where it's really, really hot. They're looking for like every little piece of moisture and they're really trying to go inside your mouth, on your lips, in your nostrils, in your ears and on your eyes. Really, really annoying. And that's a, a fly. It's une mouche in French. That's a feminine noun. It's a noun. But there's also fly as a verb, the verb to fly, like in the sky with wings. And like planes fly, the birds fly. And in French, the word for this is voler. So uh, instead of saying, so je voudrais devenir pilote pour la mouche autour du monde, uh, which is the noun, she should have used the verb, the verb to fly around the world. And the correct sentence was, je voudrais devenir pilote pour voler uh, autour du monde. So uh, that was one of the examples of a like bad use of the um, dictionary. If you check my article, um, the original version of it, the written version, um, there is another example that I'm not going to say here because it's a bit like um, 
porn and swearing. So uh, I leave it up to you whether you want to, to find that out or not. Um, in order to make sure that you've picked the right type of words, you need to understand a little bit the abbreviations um, that are often written in italics or in between um, rounded brackets. And uh, they help you choose wisely between the different types of words. So for example, if you see N, it would be a noun or NF um non femina, so feminine noun, nm, masculine noun, non mascula. Um, if you see pl or sometimes plur, it means uh, it's a plural, maybe that word only exists in the, in the plural form. Uh, adj means adjective, adv means adverb. Uh, you also have fig for the um, figurative meaning or lit for literary. So it's very, um, it, it is not very common French, it's quite elaborate. Um, sometimes, and I've had uh, students asking me because I write, I use these um, abbreviations, I write QCH uh, and that means quelque chose, the same way as I shorten something um, with uh, S. S-T-H, or Q-N for quelqu'un, which is uh, someone or somebody, which I, I in English shorten with a S-B. So if you uh, run through sometimes um, the show notes of a French showway podcast and you see Q-C-H or Q-N, you know that I mean quelque chose or quelqu'un. Um, my advice uh, when you've looked up a word, um, so for example, you've look, looked at the word um, uh, fly, you find either mouche or uh, volé, um, so you needed volé. It's good to go the other way around uh, if you have a bit of time to do it. Um, check the English-French dictionary and look at volé to see whether you find that it does mean fly indeed so that it works um, both ways and, and that you've used the correct word. Um, yeah, so what I've done is I've um, designed a, a free practice worksheet that is uh, in the PDF format that you can download if you go... Um, so in the link uh, of my article. So you can practice. Um, I've put some definition, some words with different um, translations in different contexts, and you need to be able to translate a given sentence uh, by choosing the appropriate translation. So it's an exercise on how to use your dictionary efficiently. Um, about Google Translate, I would uh, be very careful about like all these uh, softwares that um, offer to do translation for you, just because um, like they're more and more well done, but um, it needs a human mind and a human judgment to sometimes make, um, choose, select the, the right translation appropriately like according to the to the context so just a word of caution when you use um, this type of uh, of device have you had uh, any um, same like use or improper use of uh, words or of your dictionary that you would like to share about you can uh, do that in um, the comment section of the podcast so that's frenchyourway.com.au slash podcast 78 Eight. Uh, if you don't and you just want to practice, don't forget that I have a free worksheet available for you. So I'll leave you here for today. Thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Showway Podcast.